0: As far Esparza, as when I come back from knee surgery, you question my speed. I will foot sweep your ass. Are you terrified? No. Why?
1: That's not an insult. That's not a, a major threat that sends a shiver down my spine. That's the weirdest. And, and Kevin is obviously making allusion to John Jones threatening Daniel Cormier that he will, quote, foot sweep you on your ass again which begs the question why
0: which means it's time for verbal tap the show that proves fighting is way easier from outside the cage i am your host kevin of course the with me all right there is no why why that what that is a weird insult like hey you don't think i'm fast watch me foot sweep you it's like wait what oh you you think you got me it's like watch you me smack you I lightly in the chest
1: him? you
0: wait what i'm gonna fucking uchimata you you <laughs> god damn <laughs> peasant is that even like i'm, I'm gonna engage it's like i'm gonna foot sweep you it's like is that how you prove your is that a quickness thing i'm confused
1: it makes me wonder because john jones has always had that thing where he does have a very childlike no you uh <laughs> response to him so this is definitely a testament to yeah he's back But it makes me wonder about his childhood. If he said things like when he would pick on people, it's like, oh, man, don't you get too near me before I get a single underhook on you as you run concurrent
0: from me. You don't think I can read? Make me tell you what that street sign says. Wait, what? (laughs) He's like... Uh, I mean that does make sense. Yeah, never been talking shit has never been his strength, which I think would be news to him. Bet me I can't
1: do all these timetables in one minute.
0: <laughs> Why would we bet you anything Why, about timetables, I wouldn't John, ever
1: I'm, bet against you. That's just I'm, real, I'm so unnecessary.
0: Raf, this Ugh. is going to be news to you. Yeah, there was a fight this weekend. <laughs> yes, there was, Kevin. How is this news to me?
1: The person who informed you off air. Well, (laughs) you know, do me a favor, Kevin, replay the conversation.
0: You said I, I was like, what's been going on between now? And then you were like, there was a UFC. I was like, shut up. And there was uh Saturday, November. 28th. You told
1: me you were. I was like, oh, well, there was like a Bellator that happened since we've been on the air. Because, oh, you know, we right. took I a week like, off. So hello, everybody were whack. And he uh, was like, what? No. And it was like, and I think there was like Where? a UFC.
0: And Kevin was like, no, you're a
1: filthy Shut liar. Shut your face. What? Sleep your knowledge. And <laughs> then it
0: turns out Benson Henderson won via decision over Jorge Mazvidal. Oh, which exciting exciting. <laughs> exciting, I mean, I I didn't even watch the fight, man. It was a
1: two-to-one decision, so. Yes. You know, I'm just saying.
0: I read things, and they told me he won. That's and what I read. That's what everybody kind of experienced, actually. Yeah, I guess that was kind of the the extent of me trying on that one. Dong Kim beat Dominic Waters, so. Chalk went up for Dong. Nope. Oh, sh- you, yeah,
1: you know, by instinct. Why I don't know I didn't just play on it and say, Kev, you're treading on thin water here. And I I let you go without well, saying that threat.
0: Raph also winning via KO TKO was Dongy Yang over Jake Collier. So oh. dong won. Uh Tai Bang. Beat Leo Coons. See Ho he ham over Courtney Uh-oh. Casey. No. Yeah, ham. huh.
1: That, that's the part I was concerned about.
0: Dominique Steele over other Dong Hyun Kim. Hmm.
1: All right. <laughs> well, here's Marco the thing. at this point now you over have Ding already effectively put our audience to sleep who probably didn't watch that fight to begin with or a series of fights so anyway that was one thing that happened what else happened while we were
0: gone kevin outside of two dong hyun kims fighting Shut out you?: I fight pass
1: you twice you need to move
0: uh what you know ronda's finally back is she can yes. uh,
1: did you get her some apples
0: I didn't talk to her per se, but Mm -hmm. it turns out she's a little sad after losing, which makes sense. one would be. But she is still alive, Raph, which is great to know because you know there was a few minutes where it was touch and go. We thought maybe because of the fight injuries. (laughs) So will we ever see her again? Is she retired? Uh, I just enjoyed the fact
1: that when she was talking about the fact that she did get an injury, we saw it, we know, and she's like... Yeah, I can't really chew apples or anything. So you're thinking, oh no, her teeth, that's not really good. But
0: like, is apples your most craved food? Not mine, but I'm also not Ronda Rousey. I mean, it's up, I'd say top f- 15, 20. Okay. Okay. Like and
1: drink. on that same side, why not get applesauce? Because
0: Ooh. You know, it's like, hey, apples, embrace just... the grind, you yes. know? I well, can't drink that much alcohol. She can't grind her teeth, so inappropriate. I guess. <laughs> I guess embrace the non-grind. Ooh, there, we, there it is. <laughs> embrace the non-grind. Counterculture people are it's like a, that's It's a t-shirt that
1: nobody's ever wanted. So. Don't
0: embrace the non-grind? It's hard to tell uh, people. She see also
1: first. had this weird part where she's saying, and I'm just paraphrasing here, so whatever. Uh, she was saying something to the effect of, you know, I can't be held accountable for what all these dumbasses are saying. But I need to be confident and I can't be held accountable for everything I say or what they say. I don't know. But it was like a weird Ronda Rousey-esque statement as to I'm going to do what I want. And the hard part for me is I I just – I have not heard the following words from her, which would
0: be congrats champ and just leave it at that. And then uh, you'd be done. She's not interested in that type of behavior, which makes sense because she's never really been that type of fighter. Yeah. She's never had a nice thing really to say about her opponent. And, you know, I respect it. I dig it. Any news on the Bellator front? Did, um, hold on. I think I know who fought in this last card. They had Bigfoot fighting of likeness of the Loch Ness Monster. No,
1: no. uh, I believe it was Josh the Punk Thompson. I think he uh, eked out a win, and by eked out, I mean he got a TKO in the second round. Other than that, some other stuff happened. Again, look, guys, it was nice to have a week off. It was nice to recharge the batteries because Kevin and I had to go live life. We We did uh, a very nice Thanksgiving. So much. Uh, Mm -hmm. We were both fighting uh, sickness, so it is nice to be able to make words and not be wheezing the entire time, which is cool. I'll let Uh, you know when I get there. Uh, yeah, no. Two or three I, years. If, uh, this is the worst I part. I was telling this Kevin place. this off air, which was at my work, I could feel like I was a little like, oh, I'm not feeling great. OK. And then it just became a zombie movie where you see everybody around you sick. And here I am just clutching to a little fucking thing, a propel to like keep me <laughs> – sanitized and then the propel runs out and I run to like somewhere else in the office to you know wash my hands and then those fucking soap dispensers are out of soap and you just see people rushing around you just blowing their nose and you can hear so yeah I knew I was going to get sick so that's why when I ended up I, I like walked home and I'm like I'm sick this sucks
0: and I hate calling out of work so but we're soldiering through. We are is our we're point. Back. We're doing the best we can. Yep. And, you know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's our our big takeaway. What else you got? Anything else on the news front or can we uh we have an awesome we have an awesome guest coming up? We,
1: we do. I'm very excited for this guest. Uh I'm gonna look through real quick just to make sure I am not skipping over everything. I really
0: but- enjoyed your homage to my injury. I appreciated the and our sickness. Yes, because you've been unable to train for you know a, a week and a half to two weeks. Because anyone that trains also knows, no one wants you there sick under yep. no circumstances. Like mm-hmm. we will hurt you if you show up and you're sniffling and you can't keep yourself off your gee. It's like, hey, take the night off. So it's part of being a respectful training partner. But mm-hmm. I saying. would also love
1: to even just be in the room watching to see what they're they're drilling. That's how sick I was. Of not being able to train because at a certain point you you do call up some of your training partners and you're like, hey, and they're like, hey man, how you doing? And be like, you know, just sick. They're like, oh, it sucks. So what'd you guys work on? Do you guys do some daily evo or something? Or do you beer and bowl a little little bit? Like Raph Rest. I'm like, no, I want to know what you guys are doing I miss training So, yeah, I had created a meme And uh, lo and behold I had written a punchline about aliens Who made a funeral When uh, they find out you're sick Meaning your training partners Would think you're essentially dead And then here I am thinking, like, oh, I'm just sick Kevin's actually been injured and not able to train So, yeah, I'm kind of a shitty friend So we changed it to injured (laughs) Everybody is happy.
0: It is nice. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Anything? What do you
1: got? Um, I think a little bit later we have a nice. Well, actually, no. Maybe coming up very soon we have a, a nice insert of a certain.
0: Uh, oh, for sure. I'm throwing that up. Yeah, certain whatever. audio footage damn right of you and GSP Absolutely. well no I had nothing to I do. mean obviously I not of it. you and GSP you never, were the one it would, Senate, never, no. and that's I, yeah <laughs>
1: it's called the MMA hour because some people were talking about this appearance he had on the MMA hour and they were talking about the fact that he stole after, our bit no 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 he calls into other Ariel, shows
0: Ariel I'm saying Ariel's getting GSP to call into his show now what the fuck I know, I know. It it
1: it hurts a little bit, but sometimes guests see other shows, Kevin. So there's that. Um, but and they called usually in, tell
0: us, I guess. Uh, GSP.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. But you sounded a little clingy right now, so we're just you know take it down a notch. What what's happening here is GSP was talking about his controversial "I am leaving the sport," you know, thing that he did. <laughs> Um, where he takes a break and it was after UFC 167 and he tells his side of the story about how coincidentally after he ended up eking out a win over Johnny Hendricks that he ended up saying he was going to walk away for a little while and that probably didn't sit well with Dana, that they were going to lose their champion and also that he hadn't told anybody he was going to do that and at the same point, for whatever reason, Whatever circumstance this falls under, he just decided to have a chat with them about anti doping, so some people believe that some people don't uh but I thought that this audio that we picked up was fascinating because it really i think if I can say this and be so bold, it gives you an insight into the g s p psyche,
0: which is you know kind of like when people finally got to see. Um, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory for the first
1: time. 100% like that. And uh, so we're going to play that for you in a little bit, but I'm going to throw some headlines Kevin's way. He does not know what these headlines are. And uh, we're just going to get his quick reactions, and then we'll go to that, and then we'll go to our guest. But uh, first thing right here, Kev, Chris Weidman's worst injury is straight out of There's Something About Mary. What do you think that is?
0: He got his testicle caught in the zipper. Yep. Yes? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was kid, he, when he was a
1: child. And that's the hardest part oh. about what Chris Weidman is. So, is, 18, I think 19? this fight, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I think he's talking about when he was like six or seven. Fine. Right. Well, uh, that's the hardest part about him is, is that sometimes he just talks in a simple way. He really wants people to get behind him and he doesn't understand why. And sometimes he says things like, stop doubting me after a fight and all that. So when he says this, all he could help but think was, well, you, you shouldn't be going to zip up your, your penis there. <laughs>
0: First, hey, you know, feels good for a second, though. Doesn't it?
1: Sure. I, You know, Kev, maybe you don't need to reveal that much. Uh, there's also an information article that said that UFC veteran referee Big John McCarthy He's going to receive a whopping 1,900 dollars to referee, the main event between Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor.:
0: He is definitely not making the most amount of money in the cage during that fight. <laughs> that guy is the least paid person in that little octagon. Uh, but that's nice. that's a good.: that's a
1: good It's way. sad to know that a portion of the mat makes more than the referee <laughs> stepping on top of them.
0: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Uh, Gleason Tibiao or Tabao. I don't like to say his name ever. uh, Suspended for possible anti doping policy. He had an explanation. I don't care enough to read it. So there's that. CM Punk is 100%, Kevin, 100% going to fight next
0: year. Ref, I have a question. Yes, go ahead. Is that. The same 100% chance he was going to fight this year, or is that an additional 100%? Uh,
1: well, you know how percentages work, right? I thought I did. Okay, well, let me re explain it to you when you are 100% certain that something is going to happen, say, you know, in a 12 month period of time, <laughs> so and you Google make a big announcement was. of it, <laughs> yeah. Um, you have the option to double or nothing an additional 100%. Badass. To That's another 12-month section of time.
0: I got to tell you, I didn't know about that extra 100. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked to hear about it, and I look forward to CM Punk obviously fighting in 2016.
1: That's just how percentages work. <laughs>
0: Uh, People are picking up on our sarcasm. See if Button's supposed to fight.
1: Oh, this this is big. This is the one that we should uh, we should end on. Kev, what do you think about the possibility of
0: hearing a UFC without the voice of Joe Rogan? Wow, not on Fight Pass. I'm interested, but definitely not in anyone they have currently on the payroll. So they better be bringing in a new hired gun. That won't happen. Who are they bringing in? Uh, They
1: haven't said because Joe very, very bluntly told people. And he wasn't committal either way. But he was very honest in saying he doesn't know if he's going to continue with the UFC when his contract expires in August. So if you really think about it, Joe has been with the company for what? Almost close to 15, 18 years, somewhere in there. Like I think he was back – in 1997.
0: So much so About that anything 18. he says is news. So yeah, whenever he has and, an opinion on something, it's news.
1: And that's just the UFC world side or the fight side. You cut into the fact now that he is a very popular podcast and he's essentially the male Oprah, if we're being honest. He's got this huge following of people who he motivates and he can interview and he does his own thing. And you have to realize that I I, I thought that we were starting to scale him back bit by bit by bit, but then start to realize he may just appear on your TV, but he's traveling all the time. He probably has to book all of his comedy dates to coincide where wherever the UFC is taking him. And you just think he's honest when he says he's been doing it for so long, and he's not the type of guy to really just do something forever. He's somebody who feels like he can, you know get bored easily he likes to change things up and do stupid things and do that sort of stuff so i'll say this if they were to lose him it would be a major blow that's not to say that people like brian stan or Kflow they don't do a good job it's just he does such a very difficult task of explaining and being funny when he needs to so it's it's a tough gig And I just – I don't know what it would sound like without him. And here's the bigger problem. If Joe goes and Goldberg stays,
0: dot, dot, dot. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) They're going to need to chat. They'll probably – I mean poor Goldberg. That will probably mean retooling for all of them.
1: What would you say if uh, Goldberg wasn't informed of that? Like how do you think his reaction would be? If he's just sitting at home
0: and being like, coming up next, this podcast
1: I'm listening to of
0: Joe Rogan's. What? Oh, I think he, I think with that same voice, you'd be like, oh, fucking Joe Rogan. Always try to stir shit up. Let's just leave it the way
1: it is. He probably gets on his phone. And he's like, take less
0: money. This job's amazing. I'm unemployable.
1: <laughs> he picks up the phone and he just goes, Joe, what is this about you? Not Potentially picking up your contract at the end of august and more importantly what does that mean for me and i'm pretty sure joe just you know was like hey goldie come on shut the fuck up shut the fuck up all right coming up next i hang up this phone
0: <laughs> i'm in charge of you goldberg you want to flip some uh, over under kevin
1: Coming up next, a segment with a simpleton.
2: Uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I said, but I was uh, very pissed off and uh, you lose a lot of F-words, a lot of cursing, like uh, Factuel, Frank Mir, Free Agency. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Excuse me, Ariel Hawani, I did not mean to use such harsh language on your show. But you know, this whole thing is about the, the drug thing. I was very angry, I told them, uh, how do you not support GSP and his crusade against uh, the drugs? And they say, you know what they say to me, Ariel Juani? They tell me to go Frank Mir myself. That that did not sit very well with GSP, I tell you that. But I say to them, I say, Dana White, what you are doing is unacceptable. I tell them, we need more drug testing. And by more drug testing, I mean, uh, give the drugs to me, and then I do what I please with them. What I please is I uh, will then uh, put them in a box where no one can find, and then I take that box somewhere up to Canada, I take a shovel, I bury the drugs, and I leave a note that says, no Vitor Belfort, no drugs for you. But that is not all. After uh, UFC 167, I gave them my demands to return to the UFC. I tell them I want tickets to see uh, Katy Perry eight years ago. I want every Air Jordan from 1995 to 1999, and I tell them that I would like all the girls who appear in the Fanta commercials uh, to be in my presence. You know what I'm talking about, Errol The Fanta, Fanta, don't you wanna? I want strawberry, she is my favorite. Pretty good demands, yes no? If you agree with me, please stroke your beard quietly and do absolutely nothing, Errol Perfect. Merci beaucoup. GSP out. Olé, 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 olé. GSP on MMA hour. You're welcome. Okay, GSP out.
1: You know, Kevin, one of the funnest parts about my life is is I always get to integrate people who I think uh are important in my life. And I get to bring them on the show, and I, I get to have them interact with you. And you sometimes are jealous of people who interact with me more than you.
0: Jealous isn't the right word. Uh, what is the I, word? I can be a little protective. I can be a little passionate about the okay. people I'm close to. Is maybe okay. the better word. Oh, okay. Can that passion correlate to odd behavior? You know, I don't think that's that's what you were asking.
1: You have during one of my shows uh, for our next guest. You have said. Point blank, I am jealous of him.
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. You
1: 100 percent did. Is this this Joey? is the way it works. This is not Joey. Um, Joey is another one of my friends, very nice human being. However, it is I, not. I him.
0: did message you. I was jealous of Monty. I wanted his life. Can I trade him? Is, have you talked to him about that? That texted you.
1: Uh, you know, just Kevin, trading.
0: Just seeing he can come to Denver. I'll head there.
1: Being a gay wine dealer sounds like something that would be an interesting lifestyle choice for you that would just fit like a glove. Just
0: retirement, you know? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Here is what I'm saying to you. Uh, Here's the story for all of you who are just joining us. Uh, I have a talk show that I do on the side, so it's when I'm away from here, I host a monthly uh, talk show, and I happen to have a good friend who is kind of the Ed McMahon to my Johnny Carson, and he's one of the nicest human beings that I know, and we get along, and... Kevin came to do the show when he was visiting LA and he was point blake jealous of him to the point where he did it during the show. So that is where Kevin mentioned to my good friend, Mr. Austin Stack, who was on the line with us that he is jealous with them. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our good friend, Austin Stack. Austin, how are you doing, man?
3: I'm I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for that wonderful introduction too. Hey Kevin, how's it going, brother?
0: You know, to my – just don't talk to me like you don't have that overwhelming politeness, but you're not here to somehow sabotage me. Because I can already I hear absolute... it. This – no. he First of all, the people need – you've left a critical detail about this person out. He's a Patriots fan.
1: I choose to leave yep. out what I leave out.
0: I'm just – I think it's yep. – wor- I think the people should know who I'm facing. And maybe he sounds like a dreamboat. Maybe he sings like one. Maybe he looks like one. But we're in MMA territory tonight. I'm great, Austin. How are you? I've missed you. No, so th- that's,
3: that's great. And I under, I understand completely <laughs> this is your domain now, but I want to let you know that I do find it even funny that you really thought that I cared how you were doing. And you
0: answered that <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, he's such a... This is what I have to deal with, people. Like, you look, at his, you look at his glinty eyes, and you think you'd know him. And then he's just wow. everywhere around your back. I can
3: got to be unpredictable.
1: Now, Austin, when you were, you know, watching Kevin perform, and I know that you know that I do this podcast with him on on this realm. What was your first mm-hmm. impression of him when he was doing the show with us, uh, the talk show?
3: I I I thought he was um a very a very charming guy, a nice guy, but um I just didn't trust him for the life of me. <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't think. I just thought there was something shady about him. And then you keep telling me that he's like from somewhere and moves around and doesn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this guy's deal at all.
0: It but, sounds uh, like a... you know.
3: I, I trust you enough that if you're friends with him, that he must be somewhat good people. But mm. I mean, mm. I don't know. I'm. Always, I, we had a good time at. We had a good time at the wedding. But you know, I just I kept my guard up. The whole
1: Absolutely, time. and like the a, two of them. We're right next to each other at the wedding, and the reason why I wanted Austin to come on the show is because Austin, uh, you know, uh, we're gonna make a very big caveat right now. We're gonna do over under Kevin. It's a game in which we pick uh, UFC pay per view uh, choices. It's a serious game. Shut up, Kevin. (laughs) So the hard (laughs) part about this is is uh, Austin has not always been the world's biggest MMA fan, but he has taken a liking to Conor McGregor, which has introduced him to a new understanding. Shocking. Appreciation for mixed martial arts. So Austin would send me these messages, and I got really excited. I was going to bring him on the show back in July when this fight between uh, Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo was going to happen. And then that fight got canceled. And I got so sad because Austin had this fight. Well, whole it, did, it didn't
3: get canceled. It oh, didn't God. get canceled. Okay. He didn't show yes. up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, for those of you wondering why we would bring somebody who doesn't know MMA, oh, to hold take on. on Kevin. I, I have
0: a huge non-MMA question for him. Did, uh, Austin, did you see the last fight? Which one? The Conor McGregor fight. Did you see his Chad Mendes? Conor his McGregor, McGregor back Mendes his fight. fight?
3: Oh, in July, yeah. Why? What, what? Of course I did. But what else would I be doing?
0: Do you assume Sinead O'Connor is always singing introduction songs, <laughs> or do you understand how specifically unique that was?
3: I I think Sinead is wonderful, and I I did not know that that was going to happen because I remember last year when 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 McGregor fought in Boston, I I didn't see Sinead in the uh, in the garden <laughs> there. I didn't see her. Okay. <laughs>
1: So some things to know about Austin. Obviously, he's a Patriots fan from Boston. He now lives in L.A., works in entertainment. do whatever it takes to win. Uh, was, shut up, Kev. Not, not the time or place. <laughs> uh, but uh, Austin has become so passionate about Conor McGregor. I said, you know what? At the very least, he's going to be passionate about one fight. But, Kev, here's the reason why I'm bringing him on this week. I have a theory, which is can somebody who knows absolutely zero fighters other than Conor McGregor, using the flip of a coin, outguess you, someone who professes to be an expert and time and time again has proven not to be, at their own game.
0: Yeah, I was nervous
1: that and was rough, your theory. And
3: rough, n- n- rough. Make it known, too, that it's not just that I don't know, it's that I don't care about any of the other fighters, because <laughs> nothing else matters except the main event. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: going way better than I was ever anticipating. I, I had a dream that this would go great, but this is going even better than I thought. Well, let's do this. Thank God um, I've been
0: drinking whiskey, by the way. I feel like absolutely. I've been drinking his elixir, and I'm ready to mm-hmm. fight fire.
1: Well, I, that's the right choice to do. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and cue music. It's time for Over Under Kevin. <laughs>
3: Put, hold on, I'm putting my Irish flag
1: around me for this. Okay, he does have an Irish and not, flag. And, a, and, a, and,
3: and I'm, I'm not even lying to you, He's
1: I have not. it right here. Next I 100% <laughs> know where the Irish flag is
3: in his house, in case you didn't make it a really big
1: part about Austin being yeah. Irish. Time uh, out,
0: guess time out. The Where's the flag? Where is it, wrapped, please? I mean, we know where it is now. It's <laughs> wrapped around the beautiful... It's it's wrapped Solstice around here like by lewis
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the movie Kings of New York. He's probably <laughs> locked back and forth. I can guarantee this is what's happening.
3: I am. I'm pacing around this place because I'm the king of this place where I live, and he's the king of the world and the UFC. Oh, so God. I already I
0: already know what I want if I win. Jeez. Okay. Early okay. spoiler alert. <laughs> Nothing's ever been clearer to me. Let's go I swear to, to God. School, <laughs> where to go to college. This is the first decision that's ever made sense.
1: Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you who are new to this game, it's a game called Over Under Kevin. The basic premise of it is this. Uh, We go through all of the UFC fights on this pay-per-view. So there are 12 fights. We give each person 15 seconds per fight to make a pick. If I so feel it, they will have rebuttal time. Now, gentlemen, I don't like clean fights. I want this to be dirty. I want there to be insults. And I want one of you to be crying by the end of this. Do you both understand the rules?
0: Yeah, Austin's what I'll look like with ten more years of regret. Let's do this.
3: <laughs> nice, Kev. Good one. Keep them coming. I hope you—you know—he probably had that written down all day. I do. Did. I have an, I have a, I went to
0: my Austin. I actually had a Google Drive dog saved called Austin Insults that I had to open. Uh, that my therapist yeah, and I, I worked on. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I'm gonna let you know this real quick, uh, because uh Kevin's gonna be celebrating a birthday here, and it's a milestone birthday this Thursday, so he might be a little touchy.
0: Oh,
3: milestone. He's well, how old? Forty?
0: Thirty. 50? Thirty <laughs> 50, yes. Yeah, I I'm met Rap when star, I was guys. his teacher back at Illinois State University. It was great. Uh no, I'll be turning thirty. Thirty? I couldn't hear you ripping the band-aid That's right. Off. Yep, yep, it's 30. Well, and why do people from that- New England do that? Say what you just said and then say, I couldn't hear you. Just, it's like a power move. <laughs> they all just like, <laughs> what did you say? Here's exactly yeah. what you said. Couldn't hear you. <laughs> and then they came in.
3: Well, well, at least I was nice about it. I, I could have said I wasn't listening to you because that it was
1: true. <laughs> I think this is as good a point of any to go ahead and start the show. Let's go ahead and get straight to it. We're going to start off with Kevin in our first bout. It is a lightweight bout between Leonardo Santos versus Kevin Lee. Fifteen seconds on the clock for you, Kev. Go
0: easy. I'm going with the Motown Phenom, Kevin Lee, and I was going to do that with no other words than Kevin. I want that tiny little T-Rex guy on my side. Okay, Kevin's going to
1: put oh. it in. All right, Austin, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put 15 seconds on the clock. Do you have Leonardo Santos or Kevin Lee? Lee or Sanchez?
3: Where's Lee from? Uh, Kevin Lee.
0: He's... Uh, Kevin, oh, you got wait. that one? He said Leonardo, Sa- Leonardo Santos. Where,
3: no, is... where, I, said where, I said, where is Lee from and where's Sanchez from? You're wasting my time. Let's go.
1: Where are they from? <laughs> I had to stop the clock. Kevin, Kevin Lee's from the USA. Him,
0: Leandro uh, Santos Sanchez is from Brazil.
3: Brazil or USA, um, this is not going to be a good night for the Brazilians. I'm going with the Americans.
0: Okay.
1: All right. That's a very easy place to put it. Kevin. You know, having uh, learned a little bit real quick about how Austin's going to be picking the night, are you nervous? Do you feel like you're going to be going against the USA if you go against Austin's pick?
0: No. You know what I feel like? Those cool videos when you watch someone play handball with themselves, it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's just instead of a, a handball, it's like, an angry person from the East Coast.
1: Okay, all uh, right, uh, Austin. What's your response? Who the
3: hell? Who the hell? Who the hell plays handball? What are we talking
0: the people about? People at K State played handball. I think I could. <laughs> is there a fact checker that could check on the last time someone played handball? It was probably 2015. Uh, Austin, it was probably this year. What?
1: Listen, I don't, don't even saying. know
3: what handball is. I've never heard of handball before. Maybe just, that's because the company for Harvard exists.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I'd like to just say this real quick. Um, Some people, uh, they run a 40. Uh, Kevin, at his college of choice, they play handball. That's it. Everybody does different things. That's all. Everybody's got their skills. Mm -hmm.
3: That's fine.
1: Yep. All right. We're going to go to this next fight. It is a welterweight fight between Damian Meia versus Gunnar Nelson. Austin, you have 15 seconds on the clock.
3: Um, I pick Gunnar Nelson because that's one of the sickest names I've ever heard it's as good a reason as any Kev what do you got I got 15 that's how, so that's, that's, that's how I pick horses too Name. <laughs> okay
0: well uh, you know MMA fighters are horses Austin Stack there's your quote there's your pull quote MMA hour
3: both athletes both da- athletes
0: Damian uh, Maya is a world class black belt and Gunnar Nelson's been talking shit I'm going with the world class black belt give me some Damian Maya. this isn't Iceland okay okay uh- and, and-
3: and
0: who, and, who, and who do most people know? Do they know him, the world-class
1: black belt, or do they know American Pharoah? Uh Are those the options? Well, let, let, let me go ahead to- and say this real quick. Uh, Kev, does Gunnar Nelson have some ties to Conor McGregor?
0: Yes, he does. And time the fuck out. Is American Pharaoh fighting on this card? Did someone say it? <laughs> someone, no, no, you can't no, take it back no, if I it's true. Say-
3: I was just going. I was just going back to my to making my argument worthwhile. But it, 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 all right, I'll give I'll give Kevin that one. But Nelson and wait, you're saying Nelson and McGregor are buddies?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, perfect! I can see. I I knew by instinct and in Irish blood that I made the good pick. There we go.
1: <laughs> well, Austin channeling the deep Irish blood.
0: Nelson's from Iceland, but it's close. It's it is pretty but Kev,
3: close I have to
1: ask you this because he's evoking Ireland in this. Yeah. At what point are you ever going to mention that you have some kind of Irish in your system?
0: I thought about the time I got drunk enough to scream it at him and insult his, his closest cousin relative he doesn't care about. And maybe we could get in a fight over some red wine. But I was going to wait until at least 25 minutes into the podcast because I'm not going to just scream it like I yell my emotions out like it's, you know, 2015 and I'm one of those guys.
1: And you're really not Irish, so I really don't know what to tell you. Let's go to our next fight. It is a welterweight fight between Court McGee versus Mauricio Alexandre Jr. Kevin, you start us off on this one. 15 on the clock.
0: Yeah, I would love to hear. And you know I'm a big fan of the buffer factor. I want to hear buffer yell Court McGee and sound masculine. He does a fantastic job, but it's one of the hardest names I've ever heard not to say effeminately. Court McGee. Okay. All right. Austin. Fifteen on
3: for you. Yeah. Um, I, I've never heard of either one of these guys, which might be a surprise to you, fellas. But um,
0: no one has. These are the undercards. With,
3: I got. I got. I got to go with a guy named Mauricio. He sounds exotic.
0: Okay. Okay. So
3: you're for
1: exotic, but not Brazilian exotic.
3: Well, correct, because I'm, I said it's going to be a bad night for Brazilians, and if I end up picking, is Mauricio Brazilian?
0: I mean, a little, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> Irish. It just kind of depends on what you're counting tonight.
3: No, I, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying because if I pick one Brazilian, then I might jinx McGregor. I want to say all the Brazilians lose, the Irish win, and then guys with names like Mauricio and Gunnar win. Uh, well, Kevin, Kevin saying, what do you I think about that strategy?
0: I love the strategy, but I will have to be the bearer of bad news. Murcio Alexander is Brazilian.
3: All right, then we're going for whatever McGee there. What, what? McGee? Thinking, hey. what? McGee. Whatever McGee. I want McGee. Whatever
0: Sounds- McGee is a more masculine-sounding name, by the way. He <laughs> B- Buffer has to say court. He has to. For,
1: for those of you who have I'm- seen the movie Anchorman, uh, <laughs> whatever McGee is the older brother to Tits McGee, so, we just want to make sure that yeah. everybody knows that. Yep, that's,
3: that's why. Uh, that was also another reason why I was thinking of that and picking
1: that. Yeah. I just She's... didn't know if
3: I could say that on your show.
1: Oh, absolutely. This is this is the most uncensored you will be in your life, we Austin. We can talk
0: about their younger brother, Sm-
1: as <laughs> Biggie. I can't. Wow. I nope. Gotcha. Nope. You were not allowed to play there yet. <laughs> you were not given an opening to make it there. You know i I
0: tried. You know what? I'll stick to handball. I'll be in the Okay. Court.
1: Now, Austin, here's a problem, okay? We're about to go what? to a fight. There might be two people
0: who might could
1: both be Brazilian.
3: Oh, well, then they both
1: lose. Oh, well, that's not – okay. Let's not do that. That's called a no contest. Those happen very rarely. But I'm going to read you the name. Very rarely? They very rarely happen. Uh, it's a middleweight hey, well, fight well, between Ronaldo Souza and Joel Romero. I'm putting 15 on the clock, go.
3: Okay. What was the first
1: guy's last name? Was it Esparza, like you? Uh, it's Souza. He's also known as Jacare, which I, I believe is
2: uh, a nickname for the alligator. Pick. That's my pick. That's done. Jacare Esparza
3: is awesome. <laughs> oh, my to God. Put him down. He wins. <laughs> <laughs> he wins by knockout.
1: That's not a bad pick. He's more of a jiu-jitsu guy. But who knows? Kev, what do you got for us? Well, Yol Romero is Cuban. So, Like Kev, I said might be.
0: I wanted to put it in his head. <laughs> That's fair. And frankly, I <laughs> want on. I Hold want on. one of those ancestor tests because I'm pretty sure he is a little Brazilian, as as we say it out loud. Uh I refuse to vote for Yol Romero. So I am also going with Jacques Array for a lot of reasons, the least okay. of which is um well let me ask you, Austin, would you vote for gay Jesus? For who?
1: Austin, here's a funny thing. I don't know if you ever saw this clip, but this was the guy who said, uh, no for gay Jesus in the (laughs) U.S. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember (laughs) that. That's Yoel (laughs) Romero. That's the guy who you're picking against in this fight. He's the guy that prompted Dana White.
0: Raph, say it like Dana would say it, the way he was like, don't talk about fucking Jesus anymore in the fucking cage. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let me see if I can channel Dana real quick. Yeah, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, to interrupt Austin and I, Dana White...
1: Hey, you know what? This is really fucking nice. I'm glad that you brought some fucking class onto this fucking show. Look at this guy over here. He's fucking from fucking fucking New England, so fuck that shit. I love you, fucking Austin. I see you tweeting at me. But let me tell you one thing about this fucking Yoel Romero, okay? Keep your fucking Jesus in your fucking brain, okay? (laughs) Whatever fucking brain you have, a little small thing, you keep it right there. You don't fucking go on TV and, you know, the Jesus. Don't fucking do that. All right, Dana White. Fucking out. Bye. And that was hey, the save it. Hey that, you know,
3: that was very, I, I have to say, I was impressed. That was really good. The only part you were missing from that impression was the uh, go pass at the end of it.
1: I was not about to go say Patriots. that because if I put that on a soundbite, I would never hear oh, yeah. the end of it from Austin.
0: I'd save it and sell it to people. <laughs> I'd sell it I would, for money.
3: Absolutely. Austin, never do
0: you guys it. say go, go That'd Pats or go Patriots?
3: Go Patriots. Either one works. Oh. Either oh. one works. I, I have to say hadn't. though, I really am enjoying the fact that, you know, you guys are, are obviously experts and I'm not even being facetious here. You guys are the experts, but I love how we're all talking about where what country these people are from. <laughs> <laughs> well, Austin, we haven't quite done
1: where uh, Kevin starts to pick based on abs.
0: Well, Jacques Array is that part, Raph. If we're gonna get okay. specific, jacare has got some just, got some mean I- ones.
1: I did. You know what? Don't oh, an abs, abs, Mm abs.
0: Yeah, like the thing that keeps you know your pants. The thing
3: I haven't seen in ten years.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, Austin,
1: you got to it before I did because I was going to say the thing Kevin's never seen. How dare you? (laughs) Hold on, Austin. Let me. I'm going to time out here. This is a real story. I once told Kevin, I was like, you know, oh man, Kev, it's not like you have abs or anything, right? Kevin proceeds to go through all of his photos. Not all. Wait, not all. A few. Wait, wait. What year did you pull back to? Uh,
0: 2012.
1: That uh, wasn't that recent. No, it was 2012, 2013. Oh, so, I, so you you
3: did some you, you did some digging there. So Kevin went little. all the way
1: back in his Facebook photos to send me a photo of him when he had abs because <laughs> I had made a passing joke about him being a fatty.
3: I gotta say though, I I really, uh, Raph, I do really. Respect that kind of dedication to prove you wrong. (laughs) That's fine. And I appreciate
1: someone trying to do that. But I love the fact that, like, most of the times, if I call Kevin fat, he's not really an obese human being. But it's fun to... No, he's a thick
3: dude. Yeah. He's a thick dude. Absolutely. He's not not playing nose tackle. He's playing fullback. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was fullback
0: for a little while. Middle school. (laughs)
1: But, you have
3: to run. So you got that going for you. You got to run a little bit more. Right. But
1: Kev right he's now, he's a little he's a little touchy Austin. He's had some knee surgery. You know, so I don't know oh. that
0: my health record goes into this. All right. I don't need a healthy knee to stack up here. Let's do this. Did no pun just,
1: intended. Pun intended? What was
0: that? I wasn't even gonna go I was just gonna let it I mean our audience is sophisticated. They don't need your help. You guys don't need uh, to help them. Wow, exactly you were, can, hold is. on,
1: sidebar here real quick. Austin, how bitter does Kevin sound? Does he sound as jealous as he was at the show?
3: Um he he, he does. He does. I just I just can't believe that someone of his age and uh, you know, stature and everything <laughs> could dwell on something so just already out of his own hands and like way past anything i can't believe he's still dwelling on something he has absolutely no control of that i'm just better than him it's true and, and and i'm your favorite so it just needs to just be known
1: absolutely and so, i guess so move
3: on buddy pa- pa- pick it up and like just move on
1: let's go ahead and keep going <laughs> and i want to say one thing before we go to our next fight which is kev if you thought the abs were good and easy to get back then welcome to 30 my friend all right going to our next fight It is a right fight between Tisha Torres and Jocelyn Jones. Lamberger. Kev, you start.
0: Yeah. One of these people is from the USA on the UFC website. The other is from the United States. And I love that they have those listed as two separate countries. I'm gonna go with the tiny tornado, Tisha Torres. I know this is a reverse on my stance because, frankly, I don't think mocking tornadoes is funny. I'm from Kansas, mm-hmm. but I do like the way she oh. fights. So I'm okay, gonna go. Okay, you're done. Okay.
1: All right, Austin, I got 15 for you. Go.
3: I only need a few. I only need a couple seconds. Hamburger.
1: Okay, we've got Jocelyn Jones uh, for. Is that the one? Jocelyn Jones-Lamburger?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's Hamburger. hamburger. <laughs> Jocelyn <laughs> ah, you know, that's, that's I rude. will
1: say, normally there's a recurring theme on this, uh, you know, this uh, thing where I'll mess up the names. But when the person actually doesn't know the name... They really take it better. as, as their only funny. introduction to the person. So now I feel like I'm steering him wrong. But, but no, they know yeah. he's no, from thought, Boston. I thought, I
3: thought you said I thought you said hamburger. That's why I said, I said lame
1: Barger, or lame burger, which same thing. But her name is
0: spelled L-Y-B-A-R-G-U. ref so. People love Mark Wahlberg. Just let him go. God. This, this All is right. what they expect. They're like, yeah, Shut just up. let the guy from the Northeast scream whatever he heard. That's that's wow. America. Hamburger. That's
1: and the best part is i guess the recall that austin's going to have as he remembers who he picks on each of these fights i just hope he understands when everybody at his viewing party is like who are you going for and austin just goes hamburger He's
0: like i had pepperoni it was like what <laughs> uh hamburger you know, shit i had a hamburger.
3: the fact the fact that you two don't realize that even to know that i don't know these these fighters or i'm not i'm not the best uh with all the details in their their careers and everything the fact that you don't think I'm going to remember these names because I'm not gambling on this is
1: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm just gambling. waiting for the recall to happen. I
3: know everybody. I
1: just <laughs> when you see them for the first time on screen, I'm sure you're going to be like, "All right, here we go," or you're going to be like, "Yeah, I'm glad I picked that." But or hey, he's
0: going to be like, "Why didn't I pick the guy with the good abs?" Oh, because I was going against Kevin.
1: Wow. Wow. You know who else doesn't have good abs? Kevin. Hey, uh, 20 seconds on the clock right here, Austin. We're going to do a middleweight fight. It's between Chris Weidman and Luke Rockhold.
0: Go.
3: Chris Weidman? Yes. Was it Chris Weidman and Luke Rockhold?
0: Mm-hmm. Rockhold. R-O-C-K.
3: Isn't that a football player? No. Uh,
0: Probably no. also, yeah.
1: they're
3: They're both... <laughs>
0: from
1: new york if that makes any difference to you
3: let's go with luke because star wars is coming out next week or two weeks from uh, now. this is
1: this is inspired choosing <laughs> kevin i'm putting 20 seconds on the clock for you
0: uh i'll take weidman um because i think gary tonin's kind of a pansy ass so one out of every dozen has to be strong plus i think weidman's coming back from an injury and he's one of the few young guys who might be able to actually do it over ruckhold's arrogance but Looking forward to it. Rockhold's got great abs. Just saying that way.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, Austin, did you learn anything about either of those fighters from what Kevin was talking about?
3: No, but the real thing that bothers me is that I know when I'm watching this, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, Kevin said that guy had good abs, he's right. And I don't want to have to think about that, but now I'm going to. She ruined it for me.
1: <laughs> Welcome to so many I'll of our you. listeners' problems here, Austin. I'm telling.
3: Oh well, you know, I'm I'm glad. I'm really glad to be on the show, and I'm glad to be one of you guys because I feel for you now. This is this is unbelievable.
1: I know, I know. This is this is the help I get, man. Kev, what do you have to say? To when, when
3: can I buy? When do I buy the pay per view, though, Raph? Because I've been trying to buy because this money is burning okay. a hole in my pocket. I don't care what it costs. I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to buy it. Right now, so I know that I got it, and it's ready to go. I don't want to wait last minute. I want to spend the money. I'll pay double what it is. I just don't say that. I'm surprised
0: to them. hear a Patriots fan being like, I'll pay full price. I thought he was going to be like, hey, everybody, let's bootleg a copy and see how it goes. Just...
3: What the hell is he talking about? Turn what your, your local
0: cameras on. We'll all watch it on our Patriots network.
1: Uh, to be oh. fair, Kev, I hate the Patriots more than... I was all, going with the spy camp. Right? All the teams. I understand what you're trying to do here. I, will,
3: I knew. I knew he was going that way. I know.
1: I will say. I do believe Patriots fans, for the most part, unless they're trashy, have some good money. So I do think they tend to pay. That's the last thing I'm going to say good about the Patriots on this show.
3: Uh, yeah, but you know, you, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'll say a quick thing about that. And the truth is, there's a lot of people that had season tickets from a long time ago when the Patriots were lousy because. Literally, there's nothing more to do when it comes to the fall and winter in New England, other than go to the Patriots or watch the Bruins or watch the Celtics. So that's why it's not necessarily people that have a lot of money wrapped. It this is all life. We this is what we got. We're doing this. I we're mean, spending I, our whole. <laughs> we're spending it all on this. I'm glad Uh, that this to do
0: once again, Austin lives in Los Angeles, California. He does. Just for the listeners. I know he was saying we like I like that's what we do now. Yes, but you know Los Angeles, California.
3: You said you had an intelligent audience, and I don't think that's too far of a leap, Kevin. Maybe for you to figure out the fact that I'm talking about what I know (laughs) from people when I grew
0: up there. Well, Austin gets that round. Okay. He's good. Wow. Uh,
3: Good show, everybody. Good Good show. (laughs) Uh,
0: Everybody's like, "What a culturally someone from Kansas versus someone from New England with someone from LA moderating." This is great stuff. I just yeah, love the fact. It's
3: that. like it's like, "Oh, I'm I'm from Kansas, so I don't want to talk about tornadoes." <laughs> well, I should have just been like, "Oh no, you live in Denver now. You live in Denver now. Remember, you live in Denver now." I
1: have to say, this is so uh, not only great for me because uh, you know when I was getting married, I saw the two of them. They were, they were placed right next to each other, and Rightfully so, because I was very suspicious of what they were talking about, but when they started actually laughing too much, I was like, what is Kevin trying to corrupt this beautiful young man in Austin Stack? How dare he? Austin is a saint. Oh, he
3: was trying to make me laugh the whole time. It's like having your older brother in church keep kicking you and stuff, and you're trying not to laugh, and... It was terrible. Yep. Uh,
1: there's terrible not a single influence.
0: person that's listened to Austin that believes a word he's saying. They're like, Austin's the quipper. Everyone knows <laughs> it. They can hear it in your voice. And he is. Oh, I don't know. He will <laughs> talk quickly and no one will see him in front of an entire wedding. It's crazy.
1: I'll tell you this much, though, guys. He'll this even talk the...
0: loudly and no one will hear it. It's shocking. Kev, you are not one to be able to talk loudly and talk of it. Well, everyone hears me. He just gets away with it. That's fair. He just slides right by. It's fascinating.
1: I just want to say this real quick, Austin, because I know uh, we like to bring this up every about this time whenever we play this game, which is we usually do a bet, and uh, the bet is not monetary because, you know... I'm
3: out. No, come on, come on. No, 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 no. (laughs)
1: Listen, I know exactly where you work, and I know exactly how much they are cheap, so... I will say this: What we have done in the past <laughs> <bet>. is Kevin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Sorry. What
1: are the things that they've done in the? What are the things? Uh, that they've, they've I've had to. So you, many know, times?
0: you know, we've had to. I've had to. <laughs> we've had to. Like, like we've lost. Uh, I've had to change my social media handles. I've had to make pretty embarrassing social media posts. I've had to, you know, do a little song number. Had to do some videos. A uh, little dress up. Uh, some nice cards, send a package once uh Kevin is also I believe he 's had to
1: record a video of himself as a pro wrestler, cut a promo doing that
0: oh yeah took that he very also
1: had to do, i believe in the past uh, a video about his worst white belt experience i 'm and... still
0: waiting on the shirt as soon as the yep. shirt gets here. the video goes up, yeah.
1: So basically, Austin, uh, you don't have to tell us now, but do you have something in mind for what you'd like to give Kevin as a possible uh, wager, if you would?
3: Well, honestly, yeah, I kind of tuned out halfway through the things that you told me that he had to do, and I was thinking about how great it would be.
1: Oh, don't, 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 don't say it yet.
3: Oh, don't say yes? Yeah, okay. don't say yes. I, I was just asking if you have any. But in- I, I want to ask you. I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to ask you. You have the list of my picks, right? So can you set, you'll, you'll be able to send that to me so I can just make sure. I'm writing them down, too, but I, I've changed my mind on some of them, I guess. I, 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 do, I, I do a
1: I very thorough uh, double does, check on all yes, of this stuff. Does. So, yes, I will send you a copy of your picks.
0: You all right. right.
1: And how right. come we haven't picked the main event yet?
0: Well, we're getting
1: there. We're getting, the main event is the last one. <laughs> Spoiler alert, everybody.
0: Uh, uh, Austin, you should definitely do a Michael Rappaport impression, by the way. You're like <laughs> a better looking uh sounds...
1: How dare you? Michael he's Rappaport so, is nothing compared to Austin Stack. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's from New better. York. He's from New York, Dorothy.
3: He he's from talks <laughs> like he's from
0: Boston. Listen, to, I think he is from Boston, by the way. He just is from New York now.
3: No, he's not. Okay. Is he? I think he is,
0: yeah. <laughs> you should check that.
1: Hey, for all you micro fans in you? who have been waiting for that moment, for first of all, there are a the lot
0: podcast. of people that love deep blue sea rap that listen to this podcast. You and those know are LL that. Cool J
1: fans, so you cool it,
0: <laughs> yo. Okay,
3: Kevin. Kevin. Kevin saw Beautiful Girls and thinks all those people are
0: from New England now. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got obscure movie time,
1: everybody. Let's get back to the show at hand. One of our uh, better Kevin.
0: skills, by the way.
1: In terms of- uh, to just derail? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's good. 15 seconds on the clock to you, Kevin. It's a lightweight fat, uh, fight between John Medesi and Yancey Medeiros.
0: First of all, tough times that both are down at the undercard. These are both guys that were up in the big big leagues once. I guess I'm going to go with McDessie. I'm choosing the Canadian. I'm going to leave the USA guy for uh, the other guy I'm doing this thing with. I'm going with McDessie. The ball. You ignorant and slut. Uh, Austin, 15 to you.
3: It was Jesse who and who? Who's it's on?
1: John McDessie and Yancy Medeiros.
0: The Canadian versus the guy from America.
3: Which one's
0: the American? Yancey Meteoros.
3: <laughs> All right, let's go with Yancey. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah,
1: <sure>. I love <laughs> the amount of confidence in that. There's no more rebuttal for that. That's just as it is. <laughs> let's go to our next fight. It's a bantamweight fight between Uriah Faber and Frankie Sanez. And uh, 15 to you to start, Austin.
3: Frankie. Okay. Like old blue eyes.
1: Okay. Austin does love Sinatra. Sinatra. So, uh, Kev, what do you got for us on this? 15. Uh,
0: um, I'll take Uriah then. This is kind of the. Somebody was asking me, they were like, Uriah's fighting on that? I was like, yeah, this is kind of the tough coaches' fight without it being the tough coaches. I know that's confusing for MMA fans, but I'll go sure. with the Uriah. Okay.
1: Okay. Kev, how do you feel about betting against Frank Sinatra? Because. Pretty it, tough. Y- yeah, you didn't that would be. <laughs> really against uh being picked against luke skywalker that
0: you're raising a very valuable point going were okay. you
1: i'm just i that's my point kevin no Question i'm definitely
0: point. nervous i am nervous uh because austin austin exudes a certain level of casualness with the names and identity of some of the people that are fighting that i do believe it can be confusing But I I think history is going to be on my side, I hope, because if I'm wrong, I'm going to really look like an asshole now. Uh,
1: Okay, and Austin, my question for you is, uh, if Conor McGregor were to talk trash to Kevin right now, right here, what would he say to Kevin? I've got 15 on the clock for you.
3: That's a trick question, because he wouldn't even look at him or give him the time of the day and just walk right past him.
0: Correct answer.
3: All right, (laughs) let's go to our next fight. You two think
0: you're so fucking cute because of all of your stage time and your little live show that people come and enjoy in the Los Angeles area I don't need
1: to no, be No, I don't condes- think,
3: I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I know it because I uh I uh we have people that come see us, Ken. <laughs>
1: That's so mean. I've heard
0: I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors that it can happen, but that once again, is none of my concern. I just want the verbal tab listeners to hear the condescension the two of them <laughs> so exude sad. with their little Austin's giddiness on this
1: show for like twenty minutes, and we have better banter than Kevin and I. It's you hear great. This?
0: Everybody hears it. Everybody's noting it. <laughs> no one's enjoying it. No one's I, enjoying. I
1: <laughs> Kevin, this is going to be the most popular episode we've ever had originating out of Boston. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> hey, I'll check that. Okay, you know I will. You,
3: you can just hear. You can just hear the, the the defeat in his voice. It's just palpable.
1: Wow, are you picking that up too, Austin? That's actually my a what?
3: strain of marijuana. Oh yeah,
0: I tried. Today. That's a
1: strain it, called
0: Black. I, I heard.
3: I heard his feelings. I heard his feelings, and he's he's sad. He's sad now. So we all got to be nice <laughs> to Kevin, you know, because you don't want to be mean. He's all sad now. We got to be nice. All
1: right, fine. We, okay. <laughs> Kevin. I have to ask you this: Have you really come to the real, real realization? That you could potentially lose to somebody who does not know or care about these fights. Like, is that weighing on any part of your conscience?
0: I got to tell you, if it were anybody other than Austin, I'd be probably a lot more upset than I am. But yeah, it's starting to make its it's creeping its way in. Good man. Speaking of
1: creeping his way in, let's talk about our next fight. It's a welterweight fight between Warly Elves. All
3: your, all your listeners are rooting for me, too, which is the funny part. At they least are. 80% of them, and if that's not funny, is
0: not the word I would use, Austin, but yeah, at least 80%. <laughs> I
1: love that Austin's really picked up on this underdog story and is now going for it because he's the Rocky. You got to yep. go for the Rocky. Uh, Kev, I got 15 seconds on the clock for you to talk about Warley Alves versus Colby Colvington. Who do you have?
0: Yeah, first of all, that would be a different Rocky spinoff called Rocky Tries Atkins. I'm going to go genuinely with Alves because I like the 10 and 0 versus the 8 and 0, and he's okay. a little bit more balanced. I'm okay, 10 is up. more he fights looks, than he, he looks violent. He looks crazy. And his name's Warley. That's tough, right?
1: Like, how do you deal with that as a kid? Uh, Austin, I'm going to go 15 seconds to you.
3: Um, so, so Kevin picks a guy just because he's been out and he's, he's fought a guy two more times than the other guy.
0: The other guy, first of all, Austin, you definitely want to choose the other guy. His name is Colby Covington and he is from the USA. Well, I was
3: going with, I was going with Colby to begin with just because of what Kevin said. Mm -hmm. like. You're one of those experienced snobs, aren't you? You don't give the other guy a chance. <laughs> really? Does. I'm and, using
0: a very seriously. Uh, I'm using the show Oz as my methodology. And Worley looks like he would have lasted three seasons. Colby looks maybe the halfway through the first at best. Uh,
3: All right. Well, I'm going against you completely,
1: at, and, you know. <laughs> Listeners, I'm no. Let's just say this. This is the first time Kevin has used the Osmetric, at least to our better knowledge. The Ozmetric.
3: Well, I'm, just, I'm just humoring him. You know, you know, he, he just read it. He's reading this off the Internet from somewhere it's, else right
1: now. I, <laughs> honestly, honest to God, there have been times where I have caught Kevin in the analysis analysis that he has found on the Internet and been like, I know where that just came from.
3: Oh, that's beautiful. You've actually pointed it out
0: to him and been like, Mm -mm. I I have read the same article.
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, boy, Kevin, clean it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody has ever told you to get your act together quite like Austin has, Kev. Uh, But speaking of Austin, let's go back to you. It's a featherweight fight. We're going to our next one. It is Max Holloway versus Jeremy Stevens. Go
3: um stevens jeremy stevens that, uh you know he's a great fighter he does really well on the mat and um he uh you know he's got a lot of power behind his punch he's got a good reach and i think i'm just going with stevens i think he's going to be uh the guy to uh to come on top
1: did you know any of what you were saying there
3: hell no but i sounded convincing that's so good I? you sounded so great <laughs> <laughs> oh no kevin Danny's what you got <laughs>
0: Max Holloway, no question. Just uh enjoying time being sunny. Max Holloway. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Hold on. You yeah,
3: so he heard the pride in your voice, ref, when I wow. say my he heard the pride. <laughs> I
1: wanna I wanna take care of this right here, right now, before we go on to these last two fights. Kevin, was that an impression? No. What was that? Was, what were you using? You were using an amusing.
0: accent of some sort. I was just inspired. I was talking like, like someone on this show. Maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Austin, wow, 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 it's getting worse. Austin, did you pick up the fact, the faint fact? Austin is a very, very, very good actor. Did oh, you pick you. that up that Kevin was you doing You want to throw two
0: berries in front of actor? I okay. Very good and very, very good, wow, well, thank you
3: thank you but um I, I didn't I didn't pick up on that, and I think he needs to um i think he needs to work on it but i I appreciate the you know the the elementary school type of comebacks that Kevin is resorting to now, which makes fun of the way people speak, wow.
1: <laughs> That's why we needed to address that right here, right now. I will let you know, I do not stand for impressions that harm or hinder people. Hold on, what's that? Dana White's back on the show? One second. (laughs) Dana? No. What the fuck is wrong with you, Kevin? You don't fucking go around fucking bullying people, okay? Yeah. there's anybody who knows that, it's me. I don't fucking bully anybody except for that fucking idiot fucking, who do I hate this week? GSP fucking gsp fuck him
0: that's fair that's fair dana you were you were i appreciate it out of here again no you were right all right i just want to apologize he just he man he was steamed no and he you know he had a reason and i get it you know it's thought-provoking radio (laughs) It let's go to
1: our second to last fight austin i'm gonna get let you uh do this one second but i want to give you the heads up after we finish this fight, we get to talk about Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor. So get excited. Kevin, you are going to. I'm already excited. Lightweight I'm already excited. Between Joe Proctor and <laughs> Mustev. <Megamed Moustibh.
0: laughs> that I can't believe that was that short. Uh, this is easy. I am going to go with Joe Proctor, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. For that simple reason. I'm not picking a ruski. Not when Creed is coming out and doing well. Not when Rocky Four is fresh. No, thank you. Joe Proctor.
3: Okay, Joe Proctor.
1: Uh, Austin, who do you have? Do you have Joe Proctor or Magomed Mastavid?
3: I obviously uh, hate agreeing with Kevin, but I'm going with uh, Joe Proctor as well because I think that... uh, there was a great. Um, he was a great character in the, the play in the movie, The Crucible. Danny Day Lewis played in there. The we go. Well the done. hero. So, there you go.
1: I love that Austin bringing some good, good, blood. Some really important literature analysis into the show, which has never been done. Nobody has ever picked somebody based on literary merit, but uh, I'm glad you did. Thank you very much, Austin. <laughs> Let's go
0: to You're our welcome. final fight.
1: And you know what? Kev, here's the thing. Austin really hasn't given a shit about any of those other fights. He's doing this for a formality.
0: He, he's been a real trooper about
1: it. He has. I'm going to give Austin 30 seconds. This is unheard of.
0: I don't think that's a good idea. But oh, you're I the think moderator.
1: So. I know. I'll
0: defer. My, my decision is final. But it. I want it noted for the record, and I would mm-hmm. like producer or someone to note this for the record. I
1: am also producing this segment, so. That's right. so it is noted. Okay. <laughs> All right, Austin. So overruled. (laughs) Austin, I'm giving you 30 seconds to talk about why you think Conor McGregor will win this fight. Go.
3: Well, Conor McGregor will win this fight, obviously, because of a few important reasons. Number one, he is the king, and he's the best. And everything that he says has come into fruition as far as I know, and even if you tell me otherwise, I will not believe you. And um, every single time that he's done anything— he talks he talks big but i he, i have to say he always backs it up as far as i've seen i like the way he talks he's a real man's man he is the king and he's going to be fantastic. i don't even i would give i would give jose or whatever his name is jose i'd give him a chance i couldn't i can't even understand him though i can understand what connor says connor uh, when he made that ruthless comment about going into the favela and taking and killing everyone that couldn't work i said this is why this guy's got my heart he's ruthless and he's going to win
1: Yeah, I didn't even care that that went over the time limit. Kev, I'm going to give you 23 seconds.
0: A lot of people do this, and I understand, because we've had a lot of cases for it, that, that sometimes these champions lose the desire or the spark. I just don't think that's the case with Jose Aldo. You have to beat him before I'm going to let you remove him from my mind and from the UFC page as the champion of the 100 and 45-pound division. I'm going to choose Jose Aldo.
1: Okay. All right, gentlemen. Um, and I'm, I'm taking the odds this, in Vegas,
0: okay. by the way, Raph, because he's, really? tw- he's plus one. He's 125. That's right. McGregor- what, are, what are the odds? McGregor's favored. He's minus 125. Jose Aldo is between plus 105 and plus 120.
3: Yeah, and is the over under um, Wednesday for when? He admits that he's not showing up, or when? when is that, Kevin? Uh, what is that? What's
0: on that? Uh, what I believe you're referring to with your clever jabbing. <laughs>
3: go ahead. keep Go ahead. Try for something here. Keep trying.
0: I'm no, saying I'm,
3: Thursday. Thursday he craps out. Nope. Thursday.
0: Hey, I Thursday. agree. He's rested, and he's ready for this one. You know, he's healthy finally. The man's not going to fight injury.
1: Let's, let's uh, do this. Hold on. Navigate. Hold on. Let's talk about the real possibility. Kevin, what is the real odds here that Jose Aldo pulls out
0: of this fight again? Forty to sixty, right? Like <laughs> I mean this so far out like it's anybody's game. I every day I'm like, please God. Let's just keep this. <laughs> well you going. guys
3: you guys you guys, all jokes aside, I, I was shocked when I, I was so excited for July and I was shocked and I I don't think I've ever heard of someone like just that close or pulling out. Does that
0: happen a lot, or what's the deal with that? kind of does now. Or does does,
3: does he do that a lot? Does he have a history of that? Has he done that before?
0: Oh, yeah. He's done it a few times.
3: Well, then Kevin, how can you pick him then?
0: Because he also has a pretty definitive history of beating the shit out of the people to get in the cage with him.
3: Yeah, you know what? Let's not facts get in the way of what I'm saying. Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know if you wanted to go
0: (laughs) further down his record, or you were going to let that sit. Uh, because two things two things and i'll say this austin one until a few years ago it wasn't a bad business move to fake an injury and sit out because the ufc was milking them hard and fast maybe further than their career should have taken them kind of like overplaying someone when they're injured at the tight end position which obviously your team would never do as a Gronk owner, I'm just saying, you understand wow. resting people, no, right? Oh, no,
3: I, got, I got the
1: analogy. I got the analogy, yeah. So, I'm pretty so, sure the entire podcast
0: listener base <laughs>
1: that we have got did not analogy. have any clues that they did not put together here. <laughs> I've seen Blue's Coups episodes with more mystery to them, Kevin.
0: Either way, I'm just saying, to his credit. There Mm -hmm. is a little business here that let's not just make rash judgments like, hey, either gets to the cage or does not It's not that simple. He fights a lot. But let me
1: ask you this, Austin, you were, you were taking on a a really big bet when you were excited for Chad Mendez and uh, Jose Aldo. I mean, I'm sorry. When you were excited for Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo, you were one of the few people who were just so in the camp of Conor McGregor is going to win. Then when it did go to Chad Mendez, You were still saying he's going to win, and there were people who were still betting against you. Now, my question to you is this. Having been right that last time, are you potentially prepared for what happens if Conor McGregor loses this?
3: I'm not prepared because I don't prepare for things that that, that aren't going to happen.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay, because here's the reason why I'm asking you this, because the second part of that question is, which is more important – that Conor McGregor wins, or that you win over under Kevin.
3: I I would like to say that uh, Conor winning is more important because uh, it's for the the um, you know for the team and all of his legions of fans and everything like that. But you know that would be me doing what Kevin says I do and put play my good guy routine because we all know deep down I want to beat Kevin.
1: <laughs> that's true it's a it's a good good uh analysis to have uh kevin what's your response to all of that
0: i struggle to understand because mostly i just want to scream back at him could you please just write my order down and not give me any more fuzz i'm so tired of people from boston oh i spent a lot of time in dc you know let's just be
3: what? You Wait. love me Kevin don't even don't even act like <laughs> you, know. you love me You can hear you can hear how how uh, you can hear it in his voice how he's affected by me he loves me affected is, is a word a, he is, is 100% that's,
1: affected that's by 1000 So Austin I'm going to do this real quick um I am going to do because if let's say for whatever reason the two of you have a tiebreaker, because who
0: knows? Not gonna happen, but it's it probably has not happened gonna happen. But
1: if, if it does, we do tiebreakers. And the way we do tiebreakers are at the end of the night, they give performance bonuses, and so they give a performance bonus for fight of the night, and then they give two performances of the night to two different athletes that we've mentioned anywhere through. <clears throat> okay. So, my question to you is, do you believe that Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo are going to have the fight of the night? Follow-up question, do you think he's also going to get a performance of the night?
3: I think that's a yes. An easy yes to both of those. It's going to be the fight of the night, and it's going to be – He's also going to have the performance of the night. It's it's just it's just a given. There's too much. It's too electric about this whole thing. I mean, you got someone like me that always was kind of interested in UFC, and I would watch it. And I had a buddy of mine that is going to probably be over here watching it with me, who um, was you know always really into it and would teach me things in college and show me some stuff. But I've I've never been. I think part of the problem is I you know I never really felt pulled towards a certain guy, and McGregor did it, and McGregor has done it to a lot of people, I think too. And I okay. think that that's going to make it just even hu- huger. And that's More fair. Huge. Think,
1: Sorry. Huge. Sorry. Uh, it's going to do that. But, <laughs> but the one thing I'm going to say here, Austin, is there's one other person that would also win a performance of the night. So we've got that already locked in. Is there somebody else that we named on this entire card that stuck out to you that think you think could win a performance of the night? If you need us, we can give you some names. But is there something? else?
3: Nelson or Hamburger?
1: <laughs> you tell me I can't tell you which one to pick there Alright, I'll go with hamburger
3: Okay,
1: 100%
0: <laughs> That would be Jocelyn Jones hamburger
1: <laughs> Jocelyn yep. Jones lame-banger. All right, uh, Kevin What do you got for us?
0: Yeah, uh, performance of the night One of them goes to Jacques Array. Another Oh, that's a good one <laughs> Another uh, fight of the night Goes to uh, Aldo McGregor. Which Perf- one?
1: Or fight of the night goes to fight Aldo- of the
0: night goes to Aldo okay. McGregor. Second performance of the night goes to Weidman in the okay. Weidman Rockhold fight. Okay. Because they have to spread these out over some love, and they better fucking hope one of those undercard fights isn't amazing because they're going to be in some trouble.
1: It's true. It's it's a rough night because there's a lot of star power on uh, this particular. There is bar. a
0: plethora of star power.
1: Okay, okay. Now, Austin, I will tell you this. You gave a nice story about how nobody's ever really drawn you in. One thing that always makes it more exciting is when you have bet on the fighters, even more so if you go in not knowing because then you get to explore their like how they fight and let's say it becomes a ref's decision. You get way more into it. You're going to be pissed if you thought somebody won and they didn't. So there's a lot of draw in for you. Having said all that, yeah. what did you have in mind? as a potential wager against Kevin. I am interested to hear where you're going.
3: Well, can I know you said that you did the profile picture thing. I was listening to you earlier. Yes. Can we do a variation on that? Can I come up with an idea with the profile picture?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: I want, when I win, and McGregor wins on Saturday, I want Kevin to get a high-depth fill and superimpose his face and my face onto Michael Douglas and Matt Damon from behind the uh, beyond the candelabra. The, uh, <laughs> I, want, I want that to be his profile picture for at least a week. You, you tell me the time. But it's okay. going to be his face and my face. And Michael Douglas as <laughs> Liberace and Matt Damon. And it's going to be his profile picture for a week. This is so great. Kevin,
1: do you accept those terms? Or yeah, do you I, I could do that. I could counter-
0: even, even do a little Photoshop cut of the faces. So I'm, I can do that. I'm intrigued
1: you well, because
3: don't, don't, get, don't get crazy with the scene stills that you pick there, buddy. I'm just talking about the one the publicity shoot when they're oh. in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna.
0: Go.
1: Kevin has it burned and etched into his memory. He was like, "I know the scene. I, wasn't I go know anywhere, oh, to anywhere else. <laughs> so don't worry." Ah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll approve it through you. Just first. to just watch. to humor us, Kevin, did you you said you had something? What was your? Oh idea?
0: hell yeah, I do. If I win, I want him to do a monologue with the flag, completely Daniel Day Lewis style, just the flag. And I want a minute to explain that he doesn't know why he's carrying the Irish flag and that I beat him. <laughs> That's what okay. I want. Like okay. he's just like why am I carrying this? I was born here, I'm American, and I want an omission of my my, my grandiose winnings.
1: Awesome. All right. What do you think of that? Do you accept that term?
3: It's, it's it's a monologue that I just have to say. What do I have to say? How I just I got
0: beaten by a better man than me if this, this should it's, happen. It's just a minute. You don't know why you're wearing an Irish flag and you lost to me. I can do that. Just yeah, a I was sound say, man I'm, omission,
1: Kev. It's it's pretty. I mean, I, one thing like I said uh, about draped
0: Austin, in the flag, Daniel Day Lewis style.
1: One, he's already doing it. Two, I'm just saying, Austin is not opposed to doing these kinds of videos. You may not know that. So this like is right up his alley.
3: Perfect. Yeah, I could I could do that. And and worst-case scenario, if if it, um if it should come that I have to do that video, I'll probably do it. I'll probably tape that in a couple maybe in probably just one take wow. after the event on Saturday night. <laughs> wow. <Perfect>. That's impressive. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what I like to I hear. Like, yeah.
3: If I have to, if I have
0: to. Obviously. But who says
1: but you're going to have to, Austin? Who says? Nobody says that. Obviously. Um, no. well, well, let me – Kevin, and
3: I'm not betting on what Kevin says.
1: Let me say this real quick. I uh, am truly delighted that Austin came on the show to do this series of picks with us because, uh, like I said, Kevin and Austin, when they were both at my wedding, both very, very great. Just the Lee helped and were amazing. Um to see the two of them get along so well and, and to laugh, uh, I was so entertained by that that I said, I have to destroy that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll bring them on the show and I'll make them hate each other. Um, but yeah. they're, they're, they were having such a great time and they, they got along so well that I thought, uh, obviously, I would love to make this happen. And I'm so glad we were able to make it happen. Austin, did you enjoy your first experience here on the podcast? I
3: absolutely loved it. I really did. And I have to say, now I'm uh, now I'm all in with all my other picks too, so I will buy that pay-per-view and I'm going to be glued to it watching everything else because I uh, cannot stand it if I have to make that dumb video and that <laughs> Kevin can have something on me because, as we know right now, Kevin has nothing on me.
1: It's true, and yeah, I will say this. That uh, talent,
0: say, that looks, that
3: general
1: we niceness. Will, we're going to extend an invitation for you when we record our next podcast because you'll watch the pay-per-view. Uh, to come back and talk about the fights and if you have questions we'd be happy to answer them if you have analysis all that sort of stuff you can chat with us about all of the things that you saw over the weekend
3: that sounds awesome i'd I'd love to do that that's
1: fantastic awesome well austin uh thank you so much for dropping in i want to say thank you kevin do you have any parting words uh for your opponent before we go and let him go here
0: austin stack thank god we were matched up in ufc picks and not looks Because, frankly, sir, you're a heart stealer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That that, that means that my picture with you behind the candelabra is going to be even better. (laughs) You you already know it. You're already already, already (laughs) thinking about it. I told you. He's already thinking about it.
1: (laughs) He's been thinking about it for longer than I think you've even given him consideration. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. I've
3: never had a man call me a heart stealer, but all right. (laughs)
1: Ladies and gentlemen, a nice round of applause and thanks to our good friend, Austin Stack.
3: Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Talk to you soon. Go McGregor.
0: Raph, Austin is a first-class gentleman. He's also kind of a first-class pain in the ass. Wouldn't you agree? Super hard to work with. Uh, not very quick on the uptake. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying what you were saying off air and I think you'd go with me here. He just has a lot of work to do, right? Interesting you mentioned that, Kevin.
1: I just, I was so enamored by this impression you were doing that I was just like, man, can <laughs> Kevin do that again? Can you you know what I mean? Like sometimes I do the impressions on the show and I'm like, oh, man, Kevin just asked if we can talk to this person. I better see if I can do that. And then I do.
0: I do know what you're referencing. I I think I recall. But I
1: I just wanted to see if you could replicate what you did. This is Austin
0: Stack. (laughs) I am into the Patriots. Wow. Conor McGregor. It's closer to Bernie Sanders. It's getting I, who knows, who but knows okay, it sure. It's just hard to. It's like firing a machine gun without much weight behind you.
1: Listen, Conor McGregor they... is the biggest issue of the the twenty first century. Okay,
0: he uh, also has that budding niceness. It's just very. It's uh. It's genuine. It was fun. Very was nice. good. Good over under. I feel confident that I have once again. Rain supreme i mean
1: you didn't the last time right
0: but i felt confident and that's <laughs> the
1: <But> I, uh... <laughs> I felt like a champion that is something that's more ufc losers need to tell themselves
0: which means it's time for some shout outs raf let's do it first of all uh impact sports medicine out in broomfield colorado they're at lakeshore athletic club raf keith is the man and I have been really enjoying my rehab. I'm now at five weeks. Going yes. back in tomorrow, having a good time. And if you're in the greater Denver area, you know, Dr. Andrew Mose, very good with the, uh advanced robot that'll enter you. Like a tiny little odds <laughs> character in Season Clean that one. up, if please. <laughs> God, That's a little
1: robot character that'll enter you.
0: <laughs> so... So that's uh, going to do it for me tonight. And shout outs, <coughs> Well, you
1: always leave them wanting more, Kev.
0: I think Come that's on. a lesson you learned. <laughs> I don't know that people want it. But uh, like, ah, that, that was so enough sure. tonight.
1: Uh, let's go ahead and shout out our good friends at Valley Martial Arts Center. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to everybody who competed at the John Jock tournament over this weekend. Um, I don't really mean to uh, narrow anybody out, but I will. I'm going to go ahead and give a nice recognition. In addition to all the people who obviously went to go compete and represented the school, thank you guys. And our coaches, our great staff who who does uh, good stuff for the team there. Um, I want to give special recognition to our friend Bonnie. Bonnie uh, just received her blue belt. She is one of the people who you will find working uh, the hardest to learn new things. One of my favorite things about Bonnie is if she ever does get frustrated, it's never mean or anything like that. She just kind of does that. Ooh, ooh, side guard, I'll figure you out. and You'll just see her get so excited about it. And you'll always be like, oh, man, you're improving. And she's like, blah, meh. Uh, but it was very nice to see that she stepped up. She killed her division over the weekend and uh, they did the the presentation of a belt after that. And then for funsies, somebody who was in the blue belt category who didn't have an opponent was like, oh, I need an opponent. She stepped up and she ended up fighting there too hey. and uh, by all accounts ended up rocking it out there. So uh, I just want to I- say to her for that. I think that's super awesome.
0: I also have a body memory. When we were hanging out at VMAC, we had been trading. It was one of the Saturdays there, and they were having uh, just nice little strawberry ale in the back, and I joined them. They were really nice. They were like, hey, you know, like the way jiu people are after you train. So,
1: really Very nice. nice. People are super nice there.
0: So our
1: thanks to Bonnie and uh, our congratulations to you as well. I also want to say, what's up? Congrats to our good friend Marlon, who received another stripe over at the Breakdown Academy. And to all of our good friends over there, I cannot wait to get back to training this week because my brain is going crazy. And Kevin, if he can't vicariously live through me training, also is going crazy. So one it's of us not has
0: – okay to over to here. It just gets negative it's- and we get very angry and things turn in different directions towards topics that don't need our attention. No, it's true. I mean,
1: Kevin sends me really angry texts. It's like, <laughs> hey, pussy, you there? And I'm like, whoa, language. And then I'll be like, you just wait until I foot sweep you on your fat ass.
0: <laughs>
1: Coming up and, in the next uh, pay-per-view. And I'm like, Kevin, why is there a pay-per-view? I don't understand what this is all. Like. I think he's, he got surgery on the knee, right? Not the head.
0: I just like to show how quick I am. Still, I want to assert my quickness.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and, and I think that
0: friends will do it for me. People always know when Raph is. Uh, Raph obviously gets these terrifying texts from me on a pretty minute-to-minute basis, depending, you know, just how much I've been uh, drinking or smoking that day. Which <laughs> means gonna do it for both he of us, rap? Who can? It's hard to remember. <laughs> I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. Good